happy, happy, happy fucking birthday. Welcome back for episode 38 of The Sweet Peaceful. Today I am joined by Alex Curtis. Hello, hello, hello. And Devin Luna. How's it going? My name is Kelton Burns. I'm going to be your host today. Um, so yeah. Dude, okay, so um, wait, before we get into what I wanted to bring up. I just wanted to wish a happy birthday to our Alex Curtis because it is his birthday. Oh, thank happy, you. Happy, happy, happy fucking birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. Happy, happy birthday. Happy. Um, all right, but moving forward. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck so I was that. thinking, I was thinking today about, you know, the classic things like uh, building architecture. And I was thinking about really tall buildings with elevators and what the tallest building was before there were elevators. Because imagine if you lived on a really high floor in a building without an elevator. Oh, you're fucked. Like, if you wanted to leave, that's a task. During you a fire? To over. Uh, uh, yeah, fire. Good point. You'd probably be if in great would, shape, like, though. If you wanted to move your furniture into your room or out. Um, and so I looked this up, and it seems like before elevators, the tallest buildings were usually around nine floors, but there is a record of, like, um, I think 16 floors or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I was just thinking, I was like, man, imagine living on the 17th floor without an elevator. It's fucking crazy to think about now that we have elevators. We have just like 200 floor buildings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like, man, you have to move your fucking mattress up 17 floors or something. Like, that sucks. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, sounds so good. Sounds so good. <laughs> well... And a lot of other things sound really good, and they're all coming out this week. So here we go. We got Alex and Devin's favorite, Coming to America, coming out March 5th <laughs> to Amazon Prime. <laughs> Past listeners will not need to watch this first one. Uh, then we have Raya and the Last Dragon, also coming out March, March 5th for Disney Plus Premier Access. Um, We've talked about this a lot, and it, man, it feels surreal to me that it's already coming out, but I'm, I'm stoked. Hell yeah. For some reason, I thought this was going to be more far off. Oh, yeah, same. Um, we got Chaos Walking coming out March 5th. This didn't have um, a streaming platform attached to it. It just said coming to cinemas, so we won't be able to watch that here in Washington. But, uh, you know, maybe if you're a listener somewhere else where there's theaters open, you can go... Uh, <laughs> See Chaos Walking. We'll just tack it onto the list of things we can't see yet. <laughs> yep, right onto the list. Um, over on the show side of things, we got Camp Coral, SpongeBob's Under Years. This is coming to Paramount Plus on March 4th. For those who don't know, this is going to be the first spinoff show to SpongeBob focused on his younger years at a summer camp. So, <laughs> What guys, the fuck? Guys have any, <laughs> you guys have any thoughts on that one? Um... Damn, dude, after all these years, and they finally do a little spinoff. And it's, I don't, I don't know, dude. I haven't seen anything for it, honestly, so I don't know. It might be terrible. Is this from the original SpongeBob creators? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I didn't dig that <laughs> dude, deep into Camp Coral. This just sounds if fucking fuck ridiculous. I don't know. That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good at all. I always figured a SpongeBob spinoff would have been focused on one of them, like, like Sandy, maybe Patrick. Yeah. 
a SpongeBob spinoff about SpongeBob. Like a prequel series. Um, but yeah. All right. Also, we got Pacific Rim the Black, that CG anime we all talked about. Oh, right, right. Uh, it's coming to Netflix on March 4th. Um, and then we got Pokemon Journeys, the series, coming to Netflix March 5th. And while we're in the realm of Pokemon, we have a lot of Pokemon things to talk about today because uh-huh. I think like a Pokemon press event happened um last week yeah just and saw so, a lot of things so yeah let's let's get into the let's get into the pokemon stuff so much pokemon. so they they announced pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl are coming in late 2021 these are going to be faithful remakes of uh the original 2007 entries uh the fourth gen of pokemon you originally came out on the ds i was briefly talking to Devin about this before we recorded and this is kind of the last pokemon game i have nostalgia for um, yeah and I'd say the same. It was, like, one of the last ones I actually played, too. Yeah, because 2007, I must have been about 11 years old or maybe 12. So, like, this is kind of, like, the, the very, very tail end of me being a child, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I'm probably still a child, realistically. But, like, you know, your typical childhood elementary school years, this is going to be tacked on there. And I and in reflection, when I look at the rest of the Pokemon games that came after this, because I've played every one, I don't view them nostalgically and i feel like after diamond and pearl i started to see kind of the formula and kind of just breeze through them in a few days just to like enjoy them but i feel like diamond and pearl were the last ones that i played for a while and was really enjoyed and kind of like felt immersed in the world and was like looking around like feeling adventurous whereas now i kind of approach pokemon games um like i i know what to expect I know what I'm getting into. I know what to do. I know right. how to build my team. There's no trial and error. There's just a refined strategy that I'm running through again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited for this because, like I said, it's the last one I have nostalgia for, and I would be, I would love to jump into it. It's going to be a 3D, so that's cool. And I, I like that they said faithful remake. That sounds cool. I really like the Sinnoh region. I thought uh, Gen Four had some good Pokemon. Um. So yeah, I'll go in, try to catch a I mean, I don't remember what the I don't remember what the fucking legendaries are called anymore. <laughs> I no, feel like I one of them was that the one with Palkia or am I? I was thinking? about to say one of them is Palkia, the other one's like Dialga, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um Yeah, the graphic but, changes look awesome. I, yeah, yeah. It, I mean it looks really nice. I was never like into Pokemon, but these graphic changes look sick. And also, another big Pokemon game was announced, uh, Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus, or Arceus, but it might be Arceus, I don't know. This is going to be the first open-world Pokemon game, and it's supposed to be set long before the events of all the other games, yeah. and it's also in the Sinnoh region. Uh, this is coming out early 2022. This game, uh, I'm optimistic for, but I'm a little bit um, skeptical, because this game basically sounds like what I thought Sword and Shield were supposed to be. Because Sword and Shield, like, when I... And maybe it's because I, I, I messed up on, like, doing my research, but everyone presented Sword and Shield to me as, like, oh, it's open world, like, there's these big, huge regions you can run around and, like, see Pokemon out in the wild. But when you play through them, it's really just exactly the same formula and kind of, like, thing as all the previous ones, but um, but the camera angles changed, and you have, obviously, 3D environments to run around in instead of top-down but it still feels formulaically the same. Like you go on a route, which is a path to the next town. And then you go on from that town onto another path to the next town. 
and, and but this one like in the trailer you see him like th- like he's aiming the pokeball to throw it and like i don't know it looks I'm optimistic man i hope it's like i've always wanted like a breath of the wild almost kind of like yeah that's yeah. what it was reminding me of kind of like Pokemon i was game. getting those vibes i was getting those vibes definitely yeah and so i don't know if this is gonna be that or if they're gonna make they're trying to make it look like it's gonna be that you know because like I, I think a lot of people want i don't that. even know like it it seemed from the trailer like it might not even be turn-based like, I, don't, I realistically don't see how Pokemon could leave behind turn based. Yeah, it was like it was like he just threw the ball and then his uh, Pokemon started attacking. Well, okay. One thing I guess, um, and I'm jumping a little bit ahead on the on the order of things I wanted to talk about here. But Final Fantasy VII, when it originally came out for the PlayStation One, was a turn based game, and it's a lot like Pokemon. Like you have your team, you level them up. They have different skills. You can teach them different skills. Um. But in the remake, they kind of, like, made it a hybrid between turn-based and oh, real-time. okay, yeah. Where, like, um, it's essential that you use your moves, but what you do is once you go to use your move, it slows down time, and then you can go through and select, at, like, what character you want to do what moves and activate those moves, and then go back to real-time, and the moves will play out while you're also running around playing. So, like, maybe they're going to implement something like that. Um I feel like it would be pretty clear they're biting off Final Fantasy VII if they did that. But, I mean, it, it could work. Um, so, like I said, I'm optimistic for Pokemon Legends Arceus, but uh, I, I might wait for reviews. I don't know, man. Also, like, set a long time before Pokemon games. Did it look like there was, like, a wooden Pokeball? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm starting to question, like, I, questions I never had before like what is the technology being used to capture these pokemon and why are the ball if the ball just make it out of wood yeah are they just shrinking into the wood like i thought i always assumed the pokeball was some advanced technology like i don't know if you guys have watched a lot of the pokemon anime but at one point they go inside the pokeball and like look what it's like in there (laughs) what and so i've i've always imagined what that like that depiction of this like kind of like multi-colorful big room where the pokemon's just kind of chilling doing their own thing but like what is going on with the wooden pokeball like and now i'm starting to suspect that like pokeballs are attached to some sort of like mystical artifact or resource or like like what is going on man i don't know there's <laughs> magic dude the pokemon <laughs> came from the stars questions you'll Clefairy. likely not find answers to in pokemon legends arceus yeah probably not um <laughs> This game, uh, this game does does look really cool though. I don't know. I've never been the only like Pokemon game I've played in like fucking the last five years or ten years even could be like Pokemon Go, and that's not even like really Pokemon, you know. Um, so this is like the first Pokemon game that I thought looked kind of cool, and it's probably because of the open world aspect. It just looks like uh, looks like it could be fun. Also, all the weird shit you're talking about with like what the fuck is a Pokeball? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. So, like, also in the show, like the Pokeballs shrink. Like, yeah, when they put them on their belt, oh, yeah. they shrink. I don't know, dude. Pokeballs are wild. Uh, what about you, Devin? <laughs> you think? Are, uh, first off, are you planning on getting a Switch anytime soon? With maybe the Switch Pro coming out, and if, if the were, Switch Pro does come out, games? the Switch Pro comes out. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Switch if the Switch <laughs> Pro comes out. I think I'm already too far beyond like the Switch train to get one now just the regular one i think i'm heading more towards the tail end of that shit coming out so yeah and i don't know if i'd buy this dude i'd probably wait for the reviews like you would you get a? do you think you'd pick up brilliant diamond or shining pearl 
I still have Diamond and Pearl, and I still have my DS, so I mean... But this is nah. fully revamped. Revamped? I don't care about no revamped. fancy graphics. If I want New nostalgia, I want, I want the shit that I played as a child, you know what I mean? I can see it. I like how some remakes, you can like press buttons. I feel like the my main example of this was the Halo complete edition or anniversary oh, yeah, edition yeah. where you could press a button and just go back to the old graphics and press a button i don't know if you guys ones. are familiar with the curse of monkey island games but they do that too because it used to be like an old ass like fucking 80s game and then they remade it in the 90s damn but they like <laughs> implemented that same thing you press a button and you could go back into like this like weird 8-bit diablo 2 is gonna have uh that option as well i saw but yeah it'd be cool if pokemon diamond did something like that <laughs> Um. So moving forward, we got Kena Bridge of Spirits. This is coming out August twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, for forty dollars. This got its first cinematic trailer. Oh, it's which, only forty bucks. Damn. Yeah, that made me wonder about the length. But uh, it's I found out it's developed by Ember Lab, and they've never made a game before. They've just done CG shorts for like they've done one for Coca Cola, and they've done a lot of other short movies, which I think makes a lot of sense when you watch the cutscenes and trailers for this game. It looks like a really high quality, almost like Pixar yeah, um, movie. Absolutely. And I was wondering, I was like, man, like if this is their first game, like this is such a nice looking game. And then you find out that they are an animation studio before um, that. So like mm-hmm. um, count on this game to look real good, I guess. Gameplay wise, who knows? Um, but yeah, it looks cool. I think I get this game confused with uh, Project Athea or whatever, um, which was like that weird trailer that came out around the t- PS5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. I honestly bundle. think I did confuse it with that. Yeah. And that game is being made by a bigger studio. I think that's an Epic Games um, owned company. This game looks like yeah. uh, this game looks like you'd just be like almost playing a movie. Like it looks really pretty. Yeah, it looks absolutely yeah, fucking pretty. Game. I like the soundtrack; it feels intense. Like, um, I don't know all the little cutscenes and shit. It's like a Pixar movie for sure. Yeah, this uh, it almost like the it almost gives me like Nino Kuni vibes. Um, you don't get like a whole party of people, but like <laughs> I don't know, just some of the some of the feel of this. You have like a weapon; you can like do a bunch of different things, and then she has like all these little. Those little creatures of the forest, like following her around in one of the scenes, and I'm like, man, are these like your little buddies that you just have with you? Like, what is the deal with those guys? I don't know. It's cool, just mystical creatures and shit. Yeah, fucking spirits, bro. <clears throat> Looks really pretty. Looks like crazy. Speaking of pretty things, you guys know what else is pretty? Yeah. Do tell. The PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, <laughs> okay, dude, honestly, the side-by-sides, I wasn't too blown away. Same. I mean, it is like a game that came out last year for the PS4. But it was um, like, I don't know, just the whole time I was watching it. I even looked at some, like, scenes, and I was like, the PS4 kind of looks better. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're fucking tripping, bro. I'm not tripping, dude. Like, certain lighting and shit just looked weird. Like, uh, I think it was, they were going down, like, a hall filled with green mist. And, like, you could still make out something in the PS4 thing, but, like, in the PS5 version, it was just miss covering the fucking screen. You couldn't and see you shit. you know, the developer's intentions were for you not to be able to see. <laughs> it looked like shit, dude. Absolute garbage. Oh so I got, God. like, there's a lot to go in for Final Fantasy VII. Um, 
So the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII is going to be a free upgrade for anyone who owns a physical or digital copy of Final Fantasy VII. Now, here's where things are going to get a little bit, little bit mm, sticky. Um, <laughs> sticky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is part of the PS Plus collection of game, or not collection, but uh, free games we're getting next month in March. So if you are looking to play Final Fantasy VII, it's a fucking fantastic game, pretty lengthy story, great time, iconic video game story. It is going to be free for PS Plus members next, next month. Now, there is a catch to this. If you go redeem the free Final Fantasy VII Remake for your PS4, that is not going to be eligible for a free upgrade to the PS5 version. They have made it so that if you get the free version of Final Fantasy VII, you do not get a free upgrade to PS5. Um, so if you want to play the PS5 version, then uh, then you're going to have to go buy a fucking physical copy of Final Fantasy VII um, and then have it upgraded because on your account you're already going to own this non-upgradable version. Now, why would you want to have the PS5 version of Final Fantasy 7 Remake if you are uh, not so inclined for the graphical upgrades, kind of similar to Devin, if you don't think the graphic upgrades are worth it, you might want it for Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade, which is the next DLC package, the first DLC package coming to Final Fantasy 7 Remake. It's going to be exclusive to the PS5 version because it's adding on an expansion that includes Yuffie and some other characters. Um, and this add-on expansion episode was not designed for PS4. It was designed only for the PS5 in mind to take advantage of the PS5 capabilities, so it won't be offered for the PS4 version. Damn. So do that with that what you will. It might be worth it just to buy Final Fantasy VII PS4 version when it's on sale, and then you'd get that free upgrade versus having to pay full price for the PS5 version. So... Now that we've got that out of the way, I'm excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade because Yuffie is one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts. She's a fucking bae in Kingdom Hearts. She's like the first character to kind of outwardly flirt with Sora. And I remember when I was a little kid, I was like, oh man, I like this little ninja girl. I hope Sora goes for her, but you know, obviously he doesn't. And she doesn't really make an appearance ever really again after that one. Um, But that's where my fondness for yuffie comes from so i'm excited to finally meet her in her game and see what she's about um so yeah you guys uh you guys at all interested in final fantasy 7 remake oh. the gameplay looked cool i liked uh the little combos and shit like people like a dude was swinging a sword and was that yuffie or whatever the hell you're talking about she bounced off of it and does a little flip she has and a shit. big like ninja thing she's i mean she's just a ninja she's like giant uh, she's just a ninja just like giant just weapon that fun. <laughs> look dope. Look badass. Cutscenes look sick. I have to say, Final Fantasy VII Remake introduced like a gameplay that that, that hybrid between turn-based and real time that I wasn't had never experienced before. And once you get into it, once you get the hang of it, combat starts to feel real nice, like a dance that you're doing where like you're popping off your abilities and it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a really fun game. Um, honestly, nice. And if and if you don't have, if you're not invested enough to where you would think you even care about ever playing it on PS5, I definitely re- recommend uh, redeeming the free copy for PS Plus. Nice. I'd recommend getting the free copy it because out. it doesn't look that much better on PS5. Save your money, go buy some uh, flowers <laughs> for your mom. Some flowers for your mom. 
on the topic of free games, PlayStation has continued <laughs> its play at home, play at home initiative from last year. Um, if you, I don't know if you guys remember last year, but they had a play at home initiative where they, uh, I think, offered some deals and gave out gave out some free games or something um, to help people, uh, you know, recommend they stay at home during the pandemic. They're continuing that again. Um, there's some other stuff attached to it, but it wasn't worth noting. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me is Ratchet and Clank's going to be free for everyone, PS Plus or not, um, from March to June, right before the next one comes out. So if you were interested in playing the 2016 game, which, you know, I've recommended countless times on this podcast, it's going to be free <laughs> for all PlayStation users from March to June. That's a long, that's a big window. That is yep. huge. What is the name of that Ratchet and Clank again? The 2016 one? Just Ratchet and Clank. It's just Ratchet and Clank, 2016. Yeah, it's a you know it's based on the movie that's based on the first game. All oh, right, the fucking <laughs> based on the movie that's based on the game. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, wrapping up the games, we got a couple more things. We got Sifu was announced or Sifu, 2021 by Slow Clap, the studio behind Absolver. This game looked really, really cool, really weird. Yeah. It's kind of like a, I don't know, Kung Fu game where you fight in a hallway. It looks like you get older every time you die or something. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on there. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, we covered a game actually not too long ago. I think it was called like Chronos or Chrono something. Um, where like the same similar thing happened, like you'd get older every time that you died, you'd age. Like, So this looks like it's kind of got a similar thing going on, but this is like, it's like an action, it's like a martial arts action game, and you're literally, you never get, like, weapons, it looks like. It looks like you're just non-stop, like... Blappity blap and people. Yeah, just kung fu and with the fists and the hands and the kicks and the good shit. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, definitely super action style. The animation looks like... I don't know, it looks pretty decent, it looks kind of cool. Almost reminds me of Tekken. In, like, a... 3D fucking live. I don't know. Interesting. What do you guys think of the graphics? Looks, I, they, look, they look cool. It looks indie to me. Uh, what the hell is Absolver? Because I've seen that fucking title before. I don't know. Absolver uh, was a pretty popular game. Came out a few years ago. Um, but I know that has also like a really good like combat system that's really fluid. It is their only game they've ever made this, this oh, okay. studio. This is their round two, huh? Yeah, this is their second game. But yeah, uh, Sifu looks interesting. Looks cool. Look it up if yeah, if you uh, think a kung fu fighting game sounds cool. I mean, it looks good. But something else doesn't look good. Anthem. Anthem guys. Anthem. I don't know oh, if you guys. No. I don't know if you guys remember Anthem, but oh, Anthem. Oh, I has, do. So Anthem, for those who don't know, was a terrible tragedy of this game. <laughs> This game that EA hyped up. Promised so like, much and delivered so little. Yeah. So little. Um, and in response to how they launched this broken, terrible product, they promised everyone that they were going to make Anthem Next, which was going to be this big, huge update that was going to fix everything that was wrong with the game. It was going to add on tons of stuff. It was going to fix it all. It was going to be the real Anthem that they promised. And now, years later, they have, they have ended development on Anthem Next. Nothing is coming out for this game anymore. They're done. The whole team has moved to Admitted Dragon defeat. Age. Yeah, Whoa, EA has shit. pulled the plug. 
I'm honestly happy about that because there's no redeeming that game. Just yeah. move on to Dragon Age, which is already a more successful and better fucking Just better. gaming series, in my opinion. Just better. I mean, I feel like it's pretty fucked up that they're moving on because like although maybe it's the right decision to just like pull the plug and move on like look there's other examples of like success stories where a game is launched in a broken state and the team is dedicated and sticks with it and turns it into a good game because like yeah you know people bought this people believed these promises they made promises they broke them and then now they're just moving on like they took the money they didn't give you what you paid for, and now they're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Fuck I don't it, know, dude. dude. If it EA's if it means shit. Dragon Age is gonna be that much better, <laughs> yeah. Because Dragon Age One was good. Dragon Age Two sucked ass, and then they came back with Inquisition and kicked ass again. Why do you think Two sucked? Because it had repetitive dungeons. Everything was just copy and pasted. It was like, I don't know. I feel like the story was still really good though. I couldn't deal with it. It was like, oh, go to a new location. And then you go in and you're like, I've been here before. No way, I haven't been here before. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, a lot of fucking zones did like the same. I remember that. Something worth noting is uh, this new Dragon Age was originally going to have a multiplayer element. Um, but insiders have leaked that that has been canned. They're going to focus only on single player after EA suffered... Um, a big loss that changed their perspective on multiplayer games, um, which I'm guessing is Anthem. <laughs> oh, um, no. Because EA famous or infamously was the studio that stated that uh, single-player games are dying and the multiplayer is the future. <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah. That's going to wrap it up for video games. Uh, I guess also kind of wanted to briefly touch on how... Um, Black Ops Cold War Zombies Outbreak Mode came out. I've been playing that past two days. I'm fucking having, a, honestly, a fantastic time. It is really cool how they added on two more tiers to all the upgrades. So, like, Quick Revive now. If you get Quick Revive to tier five, shooting... If you kill a zombie while you're down, you get revived. Like, you <laughs> come up. It's some, like, Left for Dead type shit. Oh my or, God. like, uh, like so many new uh abilities have like crazy fucking things. You can upgrade your wonder weapons now, like in the weapon classes. Um, oh one, the final upgrade tier five for uh, what's that uh gun, gun mod that can like infect zombies to make them on your team? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I know what you're talking brain about. Brain rot. Brain rot. Brain rot. Yeah, tier five of brain rot now. When is when your brain rot zombie dies, it explodes and brain rots three other zombies. Damn, that's uh, fucking insane, dude. And Damn. you can brain and you can brain rot special infected. Damn, I kind of wish I got to play, but dude, that shit was too fucking glitchy. I tried to join. Yeah, that it was. I was having a lot of issues with it. Uh, I finally found a solution where if I get someone to start the game, uh, I can just join it um, as long as it's round one. And uh, then it's all good from there. Yeah, they really need to uh, address how hard it is to play with your friends on that game. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just got mad and then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go play some Valorant. Yep. Got my ass whooped in Valorant. Downloaded Phasmophobia. Got the shit scared <laughs> out of me in Phasmophobia VR. Dude, that game is fucking hilarious. Like, you're just walking around a house trying to uh, hunt a ghost and figure out what it is, collect evidence and shit. And the entire time, you have to, like, voice chat, speak his name. And they always have generic-ass names, so it would just be, like, walking around a house going, 
Daniel Thomas. Daniel Thomas. Is there Daniel Thomas? And then all of a sudden a ghost will fucking pop up and kill you and scare the shit out of you. It's fun. This is the deep, dark hole that we get sent down when the Black Ops servers just can't give us what we want. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go ghost hunt for Daniel Thomas. <laughs> We and Thomas Clark. We end up we, <laughs> we end up buying new games. games. We end up going down a deep dark hole. Dude, I I after you left Alex when we were having such struggles playing with each other, I got on Fortnite and bought the new uh, Alien and Ripley bundle. I, uh, they added alien skins, dude. Yeah, I saw you sent me the Snapchat with the oh, alien skin yeah, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um just waiting for that Peter Griffin skin. Yeah. All right. Oh my god. Moving on, we got uh we got two animes I wanted to talk about because I I watched a, a compilation video of of animes to be excited for that are coming up next season, and these are the two that stood out most to me that I, I'm besides My Hero season five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Nomad Megalo Box season two. Now I'm really excited for this because I think Megalo Box is kind of a sleeper hit that not a lot of people have seen, but I fucking loved it. It's just I know, like, dude. I didn't yeah. finish it though. I... Devin was the one that recommended it to me, and it's just like I recommended it, and then Kelton just was like, "I I finished it." I was like, "Damn, I kind of fell off." <laughs> I've been recommended this um, show like, I've like so many fucking times. Honestly, um, I, I it's still on my like to watch list. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited that there's gonna be more. Long. Yeah, so this one is coming out April 2021. Uh, I really like this this anime because it's stylized, inspired by like 80s anime. And so what they do is they they animate it in modern quality, like HD 60 FPS, and then they drop the quality down and kind of like um, backpedal it to make it more yeah, in line. Yeah, gives with it the that older Akira animes. look. Yeah, so like yeah, the frame rate's a little bit a little bit uh. Kind of reminds me of like Cowboy like, Bebop, like yeah, 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 exactly. Style. But it's but the fact that it's also like HD quality before yeah. they put it through that, <laughs> it just makes it look really cool. It does. It looks really um, sick. Uh, Megalo Box. For those who don't know, it's about these big boxing tournaments where these people have like mechanized arm attachments. It's kind of like a sci-fi futuristic yeah. type deal, and you follow uh, kind of a character from the slums like out in the desert as he comes into the big city and he fights without fucking gear like he doesn't gearless have... joe yeah yeah he doesn't wear mechanized gear but he's fucking beating people that do um <laughs> and like they talk about how since he has no protection on like he could fucking easily die from one of these yeah um these punches but yeah moving forward we got two year eternity this one is about like this alien being that comes down to earth and they it it can take the shape of different forms that it like has a close vicinity to and that like give it some type of feeling and eventually it takes the shape of this small boy and kind of like starts going around interacting with uh different objects and animals and eventually humans and kind of like learning about what humans are and what life means to us and stuff it is a shonen which i thought was interesting so i mean i don't know if there'll be fights or whatever in this but uh it looked really cool i'm excited for this anime yeah it looks interesting man i don't know this uh looks like kind of like spooky not like scary but just like i don't know like weird like this alien thing and he's like takes the form of a person to like learn about people and everything and like at one point it looks like he like ends up becoming like very very touched by what it means to be a human or like what it means to be alive and like all this shit like that like i don't know it looks interesting looks cool all right, one thing I moving forward, I wanted to talk to you guys about because I know that you guys are big Avatar: The Last Airbender fans. Oh, Avatar: oh, oh. 
Studios has formed um, underneath Nickelodeon. This has the two creators the uh, of, of Avatar they're working on uh, for the studio. Um, I don't know if we talked about it before, but the, um, the two creators of Avatar left the Netflix series due to creative differences. Um, oh, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, so they they left that project. So whatever live-action Avatar thing comes out of Netflix um, is creatively different than the vision that the creators had for that it. That does not sound good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but now they're, now they're at Avatar Studios, and the first thing they're going to be working on is a new Avatar movie. And then uh, eventually, I think there's rumors that they're going to start another show, but they're going to expand upon the Avatar universe. Um, I feel like over the years, Avatar has become increasingly, increasingly more and more popular. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think maybe Korra died off because the popularity had died down enough for it to die off, but now that the popularity, popularity is up. Yeah, and then Korra again. ended up getting more popular because people watched all of Avatar, and then they, or they binged it all, and they needed more, so they're like, oh, shit, I'm going to Korra. Yeah. 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 So this will Avatar Studios is going to be producing content for Paramount Plus, as well as Nickelodeon. Mm, that's exciting, so, man. That, that's exciting, but that is a big bummer on the Netflix because I was live action sounded cool, but yeah. I mean, I feel like I heard that news a while ago that they left the uh, live action. Yeah, it has been a while. Um. So yeah, but honestly, I either way, I wasn't like. I th- I was like excited at first when I heard that they were on it still like the creators of Avatar were joined up with Netflix to do that live action. That sounded cool. I thought like man if they can really like cast the characters well like this could end up being super good. But it wasn't going to be I don't know like I feel like nothing's going to take the place of like how good the original The Last Airbender uh series is. Um and not just for nostalgia's sake, but like even after going back and rewatching the whole thing it's like Everything is so well done. I feel like I don't know. It's just they really did such a good job. So I feel like it'd be really hard to compete with that in a live action format. Um, so yeah, the live action wasn't gonna be like wasn't gonna be a a huge hype point for me anyway. But this is more exciting though because this is like instead of just being like oh yeah it's a remake we're gonna do it with you know actual actors now and like whatever. Um, they're just making completely new content, kind of like kind of like what Korra was slash is but i don't know maybe we'll get something either pre like like before the events of the original series or maybe like something within that area who knows like yeah i feel like they'd have to kind of do it like in the middle somewhere yeah yeah something that connects um last airbender to Korra. you mean because a lot of people are like People were like kind of mad, not mad, I guess, but they're disappointed that there's such a big gap between Avatar, The Last Airbender, right. and Korra. Just because you're like, what happened to Aang? Like, how did he die? Like, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, he's just gone. He's just gone. It's like, you get into Korra and you're like, dude. And like, and the, at first it's like, oh, okay, yeah, they're like, none of the old characters are in the show. But then, like, very quickly, as soon as you get into the city, like, you're like, oh, Oh hey, it's Toph. Like, oh, you see Katara, you see Sokka, like you see everyone, and then you're like, where the fuck is Aang? Yeah. Like, <laughs> apparently it's because being in the avatar, avatar state so long, like drained his energy and shit. Mm. He just died early. But still, dude, there's so many fucking. That's a big time gap. Yeah, huge. Like we could have seen, like we, we, like I'm sure plenty of people want to know, like what happened between then. You know, like I don't know. I also think no, there's you're a lot the, of shit. I'm excited. Yeah, same. Um, 
I've also thought about this. I feel like it would be cool to see like a more like rated R kind of last airbender shit. I don't know. Dude, like <laughs> that would be sick. That would be sick. <laughs> I don't know if we get that from fucking Nickelodeon Studios. Dude, but... <laughs> I, was today, I was joking today that I wanted an M rated Pokemon <clears throat> game. And, and my coworker was like, what would make it M rated? And I was like, guns. <laughs> <laughs> Just guns. Pokemon with guns. It's not even blood or gore. It's just, they have to have guns. Pika, Pikachu hops out with the sawed off. <laughs> just like... Electrically uh, charged bullets. Yeah. But all right. So we have a new Superman reboot in the works. This is going to be produced by J.J. Abrams' studio Bad Robot. Um, thought this was interesting. Guess we're rebooting Superman for the like fucking fifth time. DC Universe is nuts, dude. <laughs> um, Wait, it's not gonna be that dude that's Nah, dude. They're new recasting. Superman. Oh, new man. Superman. <laughs> well, I mean, look what happened with Spider-Man. Maybe they're gonna finally get the formula right. Yeah, uh, you know, you know who Maybe knows, we'll dude. get a Tom Holland. DC is weird because they keep rebooting some characters and keeping others. So, like, man, like, dude, they have I, a whole backlog of a whole bunch of good content that they could be forking out right now, but they just like to stick with the same fucking people. I just like. I think it's gonna be weird when we see, cause like I feel like the staples right now are Aquaman and Wonder Woman, um, and I feel like, and I guess the Flash, and it's gonna be weird to see them interact with a different Superman or a different Batman. But you know, maybe Flashpoint is gonna introduce multiverse or something to explain it away. But on the topic of Superman, Henry Cavill, the guy who played the last Superman, has teased that he's working on a Mass Effect project. I don't know if this is a like a Netflix series or if it's a movie or what, but it seems like we're going to be getting some type of mass effect um, thing that he's been working on. You know, maybe he's just a voice actor in an upcoming mass effect game. Who knows? But like, it would be cool to see a mass effect, uh, kind of like the Witcher TV show. Yeah. Speaking of which, I, I want to see more of the Witcher TV show, dude. Yeah. I, wa- I watched all that and I left uh, with the hole in my heart. I wanted to continue. <laughs> With the whole they're working heart. on uh they're working on a spinoff i feel like it's done filming it says the season two is supposed to be coming out this year boys nice. 2021 2021 rugrats is getting a cg reboot with the original voice cast oh no also coming in believe paramount plus so why yeah, cg is... why cg huh i don't know dude Everyone wants to dip their toes in the CG, man. And it's- Get the original voice cast, but do an unoriginal fucking animation. Oh, no, <laughs> dude. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, dude. I oh, like that as well. No. I, I feel like it could, it could be just worse if it, they didn't have the original voice cast, though. Oh, God. Yeah, but this is bad. This looks bad. And for anyone out there, just look, if you watched Rugrats, just look up CG Rugrats. Ew. Oh my no. god, it looks No, so please, bad. dude. Just do the original animation cuz then at that point you can I don't know, go for both audiences. <laughs> this are, this looks like some that. horrible mixture between like Jimmy Neutron and Rugrats yeah, or something. Cuz I feel like a kid would watch that and they'd be like, "Oh, that's cool," but like any adult that's seen Rugrats would be like, "What the fuck is this abomination?" <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's not made for adults, dude. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> they should take the Toy Story approach. You know what looks beautiful though? Beautiful, beautiful CG. No. Oh, I no, know. I Pixar's. I think it's Luca. Oh. Um. Is it Lusa? Luca? I think it's Luca. Um. Yeah, Pixar's Luca. It's the next Pixar movie coming out. 
June 18, 2021. Let me focus on two best friends as they, uh, they, you know, I don't know, enjoyed life in this, this town, but it turns out they're actually sea monsters in disguise. Um, the writer said he wanted to put a focus on how childhood best friends can help shape and change your life in a, a way that adult friends can't and how they can um, alter the trajectory of your life and your goals and who you become ultimately as a person. Hmm. Um, and so that's kind of like the, the topic he's tackling. Um, the director previously directed Pixar's The Good Dinosaur. So uh, what do you guys think about this? I thought it looked really cool. I mean, it's Pixar. I know it's probably going to be a banger. I'll, I'll oh, see. yeah. It looks good. It looks good. The fucking animation. Yeah. The atmosphere, the ambiance, everything. <laughs> it looks like a wholesome, just a wholesome Disney, or I mean Pixar. Wholesome Pixar film. I like it. Looks fun. Looks entertaining. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. It looks, looks like it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I like the little scenes of them, like, when they, like, jump into the ocean and they go into their, like, sea people form. They're just, like, swimming around and, like, jumping in and out of, and, like, changing between human form and their, like, sea monster form or whatever. It just fucking looks fun. Looks cool. I like it. I like so it. So Pixar's, Pixar's Luca comes out June 18, 2021. Three days later, on June 21st, 2021, we got Army of the Dead coming out. This is supposed to be a casino zombie heist film directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> we have talked Zach about Snyder. Zack Snyder. He's, uh, the, he made Dawn of the Dead, the 2000s remake one. Justice League, he, uh, he wrote and directed 300. Watchmen. Um, the plot synopsis just says a group of mercenaries plot a heist on a Las Vegas casino during a zombie outbreak. Has Dave Bautista in it? What do they need from a casino during a zombie outbreak? You need money. Is money even still valuable in a zombie apocalypse? All I can think about is like maybe um, it's a scenario where like you know, like the country's locked off. Like it's a big region that's been like quarantined, locked off, and they're going into the zombie region to like rob something and come back. Yeah, uh, because like that's been dealt with in other films and other fictions mm-hmm. is like people going into quarantine zones to like steal things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, if the world is fully fucked, then there's nothing worth stealing unless, you know, maybe there is. And we just because it pans out like it does a like a little fucking pan out bird's eye view. And there's just millions of fucking zombies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, not even an exaggeration. There's, like, a million zombies out. <laughs> this movie looks like a fun time. Big fun time. <laughs> a lot of crazy action sequences going on. But, yeah, Army of the Dead. All right, all Army right. Army of the Dead. Back to Pokemon. Only, bon- <laughs> Only want to be with you. Only want to be with you. Pokemon 25 version <laughs> by Post Malone. Is originally released in 1995 by Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, this is the song Post Malone is going to be performing for the Pokemon 25th anniversary concert that he uh, he did last Saturday. Um, he did change one lyric in the song from dolphins to cowboys because he's a Cowboys fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, oh boy! What do you guys think of this? I thought it was kind of interesting. He like 
added in little Pokemon sounds throughout the song. I liked the beginning, and then all of a sudden I realized what it was, and I was like, uh, I'd take the Hootie and the Blowfish version. I actually really like this version. (laughs) I like this version, I just like the original version more. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like I'm on the opposite. I think I like this version more than the original. Not a huge fan of the original. The original one just reminds me of those classic, like, fucking, I don't know, like, like the Ice Age, I'm more that exactly, shit. Exactly, dude. It's like something about, about that. that. It's like, like groups up into that more. same category of music. Like, no, I honestly, that was my exact same thought. I was like, I wonder if this mo- if this song is in Ice Age because it's reminding me so much of like that era. Of, like, yeah, something about it, dude. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I like don't like the old version of the song. Like, I, I don't like. It doesn't come on, and, I, and I'm like, like oh, this it, is awful. You absolutely hate it. <laughs> I just, like, it's not my uh, first choice for, like, listening. And honestly, this version, I think I'd rather listen to this version than listen to the older version. Respectable, respectable. Yeah. I love me some Posty, you know? he's <laughs> He puts a nice uh, spin on it. It doesn't sound like or feel as country, I'd say. like Not that, like, Hootie and the Blowfish is country but yeah i dig it i dig the post malone well okay guys it's game time fucking ready dude devin has set up a game for us this is a new time oh it's devin's game i'm in charge of the fucking game today boys game time for the boys yeah, Kelton said, Kelton said I was winning too much now, and that I was just fucking, it wasn't even fun because I was just winning. So yeah, much, I just figured listeners were getting bored from Devin just constantly winning. Just constantly yeah. winning all the time. Time for me to be behind the fucking, in the captain's chair, dude. In the captain's you know? chair. So, <laughs> I forgot what the fuck I call this. Item identifier. <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we got some, we got five different items oh, from dude. three different games. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to run through them. I'm sorry to interrupt your flow here, but I just wanted to mention, <laughs> I had someone, one of my coworkers, listen to uh, the last episode of Sweet Peaceful because they, they wanted to check it out. And they were like, oh, I like your podcast with that Devin guy. He's just like, why is he shitting on Mario Tennis? I like Mario Tennis. What an <laughs> asshole. <And> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sorry to any listener out there that plays Mario Tennis. I'm not sorry that I said that. I'm sorry you play Mario Tennis. But... <laughs> my favorite my favorite part about that is during that part where you're being an ass about Mario Tennis, Alex goes, Well Devin, you just sound like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't put that in there and then I was like, nah, this is totally appropriate. <laughs> I mean if you're a listener of the show, you've probably come across the fact that I am indeed an asshole. <laughs> I ditched my girlfriend on a bike. That was such an awful story, dude. Oh my I god. Know. <laughs> All right, back to uh, item back identifier. Back to the game. Item identifier. Let's go, dude. We're going to run through three games. I'm going to go through five items with each game. You're going to try and guess. Uh, they get progressively harder. We're trying to guess what the game on. is? Okay. Guess what the game is based on the items I give you. They get harder as you go, you know? Okay. It's like the other location lunatics. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Bada bing. You mean they? You mean they get easier as we go, right? Because wouldn't the first yeah. ones? Yeah. No, they get harder. They get harder as you go, dude. They just get more obscure. <laughs> just, yeah, just, if, you didn't, if you didn't get on the first you one, definitely you definitely won't get on the last luck. one. <laughs> You're right. Okay. I'm so ready. First item: claim check. Claim check. 
Yeah, it's a check you claim things with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume you have no no guesses on that no one. No idea on that one. We're gonna move on to odd mushroom. Oh god. Odd mushroom. <laughs> the Witcher three. No. <laughs> This is fun, dude. Uh, I just made Breath of the I'm Wild. Not gonna make these <laughs> no. Okay. We got number three: a big Poe soul. A big, big Poe po soul? soul. Like what? What Poe? It's a Poe. You know, you know Poes. They got souls. Nino Cooney too. No. Uh. Oh. Any guesses? <laughs> no. I knew what World a Poe was. I knew what a Poe was, dude. It's not World of <laughs> It's This next one's fucking pretty easy. The last one honestly just gives it away. Oh, God. Um, honestly. Yeah. So, next one? You guys want yeah. any more guesses? No, no guesses. <laughs> you got a. Caden Lynch, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me for a loop. Uh, we got a Deku stick. Deku? Deku stick? Deku stick? It's, I'm pretty sure it's Deku, right? A Deku stick? Just tacking the power of Juju? The fuck has a Deku? What? I don't know. Games have a Deku stick in it, dude. It's a fucking Deku stick from the Deku stick. From the Deku? Deku stick. Fucking. Does Dragon Quest Eleven? I thought you guys would get it on Deku Stick. Holy shit. Zelda? I mean, yeah, you're in it, but you gotta be specific. <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild? I already said Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you said Breath of the Wild. It's not that one. Zelda. Ocarina of Time? Yes, Link's sir. Awakening? Let's go. The final, and the final, the final item was indeed the actual Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I have played did. Ocarina of Time. Let's go! Oh, you haven't, dude? Yeah. I haven't pose, either. <laughs> pose are like fucking, uh, they're like ghosts that hold lanterns and you gotta kill them. Dude. They're scary. Wow. Yeah, I never would've got that. Alex Curtis with the first round. <sighs> Let's go. I'm surprised you haven't played Ocarina of Time, Kellen. I feel like that would be under your belt. Same. Uh, it's always been on my list because it's supposed to be the best Zelda game before Breath of the Wild came out, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Maybe they'll remaster it one day. All right, so. round fucking two. We have clothes. Just clothes? <laughs> yeah. The Witcher 3. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Just clothes. <laughs> Lots of games have clothes. And it's just an item called clothes? Yeah, it's just straight up clothes. Oblivion. No. Skyrim. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Next on the list, we had boar meat. I was going to try and trick you guys with some Valheim on that one. Hopefully get some boar meat. I almost guessed Valheim. Yeah, and then silver ore. I was going to try and get another little, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Azura star, and then a Daedric war axe was the final one. Wow. Nice job, Kelton. Amazing. Well, shit, it's tied up. It is. Here's the tiebreak. This is the final one. Close. This one is... Uh, those last two are ones I was for sure you guys have both played the this Witcher one. The Witcher 3. Shit, dude. I don't know if this one's too fucking... 
too fair. It's a tiebreaker. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> we have a Sentry interface. Apex Legends. No. What in the goddamn hell? <laughs> Sentry interface, dude. You know you run of the mill Sentry interfaces. Mass Effect. Which one? Three. Mass Effect Two. <laughs> What'd you say, Alex? I said three. Oh, yes, sir. Mass Effect 3. How'd you guys get it off the first one? Damn. I was just guessing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just fucking throwing out game titles. You've got to limit guesses on these. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, also... Sentry interface. I assumed it was going to be something that Kelton has played. That, and I, something I that we at played. least brought up, too, you know? Yeah. But Sentry I... interface, SMG heatsink, RMAX Arsenal Greaves, Cerberus automated turret schematics, and then the final one was N7 armor, because if you don't know what that is, then... Fucking noob. Then you're a fucking noob. Hands well, down. Well, shit. Alex. Get fucking Look racked, Calvin. Get fucking racked, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so this is what it feels like to just fucking ruin friendships. This is what it feels game, like to know? just fucking dominate. <laughs> I think the I, Alex got on two games he's never played. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I should have guessed The Witcher 3. <laughs> Well, hope you guys enjoyed that game. That's probably the only time I'm going to be hosting a game unless it's a special occasion. Fuck that. Thanks, Devin. That was I wanna, so much I wanna fun. I want to win. I want to win. That was so much fun, Devin. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Anytime. Hell yeah. All right. Well, before we exit, I just wanted to say that uh, we are going to have a custom cover on this one. I was going to save it for episode 40, but it leaked online. It leaked? It leaked. Um, <laughs> and I figured since this is a kind of a Pokemon-centric episode, the, the cover kind of looks like Pokemon. Um, it's drawn <laughs> by the great Medusa Doodles. You can find her on Twitter. Medusa Doodles. Talent. They're, um, they're a good friend of mine. Their name's Red Darkstar. Uh, but yeah, they drew this for us. Uh, I think it's really great. Uh, Big Alex, thank you. The drawing of Alex always yeah, makes dude. me laugh. Absolutely. I'm just sitting there vibing. Just vibing. Alex has... Little, mm. Alex has mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I got the stash going on, dude. I've never seen you with a mustache. I always That's have a mustache, thing. dude. That's I don't the know. thing that kills me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, I do. I love my hand with all my rings on it in the, in the corner. Yeah, yeah, it's good shit. Good That's shit. Good. Lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah. Thank you kindly. Go, good. go listen to Post Malone's. Only want to be with you. Hope everyone has a good week. I only want to be with you. Only want to be with you. Later. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye.